Ladies and gentlemen, we are currently holding for further traffic clearance. Check out Kristen's new website, MagicalJourneysVacations.com. For all your vacation needs, Disney, Universal, Cruise Lines, and more. Thank you for traveling with us. MagicalJourneysVacations.com. Have her book your magical vacation today. You're listening to a Weeby Geeks Network podcast. The Dining at Disney Podcast. The Dining at Disney Podcast. Your ultimate source about the wonderful world of dining at the Disneyland and Walt Disney World Resorts. If you are what you eat, then I only want to eat the good stuff. Kristen Hetzel Go and Jay Bratton are your guides on this culinary adventure. We'll prepare and serve with flair a culinary cabaret. Join them as they discuss the latest food news, expert tips, recommendations, and trip planning advice related to Disney food and dining. From quick service to fine dining, you will discover all the best restaurants and food as they hungrily explore the Disney parks. It brings folks together from all walks of life. The Dining at Disney podcast. And now, your host... Kristen Hetzel Go and Jay Bratton. Welcome to another episode of the Dining at Disney podcast, your ultimate source for a delicious discussion about dining at Disneyland and Disney World. I'm Kristen. With me is Jay. How have things have been going? It's been a while since we've uh, we've done this together. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm just you know, just it's been doing fine. I've been doing I've been doing fine. Thanks. Well, today we've got a few things to discuss. Uh, some Thanksgiving news, some other Disneyland, Disney World food news. But uh, our big thing today is, you know, Thanksgiving's coming up. We've got Black Friday. Everybody's now starting to think about gift giving. So we have your guide for some of the best gifts to give a Disney foodie. But before we get into that, we want to thank you for downloading the show on iTunes, streaming on Stitcher, as well as watching our webcast on YouTube. Be sure to like and subscribe and tell your friends about it. The more the merrier, we like to say. But before we get into that, we do want to say that one way you can support us is by shopping our affiliate links. You'll see on there Magic Food Chewer. You will see the Disney Store, Garden Grocers, um, Jelly Belly, as well as our books. So, And, of course, Jay has a special uh, code for you guys that if you click on Magical Food Tour, you enter. What is the code again, Jay? Uh, it's standing at Disney 20. Dining at Disney 20, so that saves you 20% off. So Exactly. That's how you can help us out and show your appreciation for all that uh, food news we put together for you. So on to appetizers. What Disneyland news do you have today, Jay? Well, there's a list of holiday treats that's coming to Disneyland Resort, and I'm totally excited about it. I This is the, the time of year, like October is my favorite month, just hands down, you know, and, and this is and part of the reason is because they make these announcements about all the great food that's going to be available. And, uh, and then, you know, into November, uh, they announced what's going to happen for the holidays. So, you know, you had your great, uh, you know, Halloween special food. And now you're going to have the great holiday food selections uh, available uh, at all around Disneyland Resort. So it looks like uh, fun. Uh, have you uh, gone through the list? I have not because I have been 
it's been so crazy because I went out of town to cover a whole bunch of things, you know, food and wine festival. And then I did uh, food and wine weekends over at Wild Astoria. And I did the Swan and Dolphin food and wine classic. And then I checked out, of course, Jock Lindsay's because that's new. Morimoto Asia again, that's new. So checking out all those things. And I still haven't finished writing the reviews. So I'm... <laughs> It's going to take me to the end of the year to get, I think, really caught up with everything. But I haven't had a chance to look at that yet. Yeah. Well, to be honest, not much has really changed. So I, as far as, uh, you know, things that you, if you've had it in the past, uh, it looks like they are pretty much bringing back the majority of what they had before. Um, there are a few uh, notable exceptions. Um, before they didn't have the uh, banana fritters with a creme anglaise at the Royal Street Veranda. Uh, that's something that uh, is new this year. And um, the eggnog latte also at the Royal street veranda um and then at stage door cafe they're going to have a holiday funnel cake uh, which is basically the funnel cake talk talked with the uh, chocolate sauce and uh, crushed candy cane pieces oh that Pretty sounds cool. yummy yeah they i mean they've had uh, like they're going to have the peppermint ice cream again at uh, in gibson girl ice cream parlor which is great i mean i love that uh and then you know with the special cone that has the little peppermint pieces on on there as well uh, but you know that that's something that they've had in the past and uh, but this this uh, funnel cake though is something uh, that kind of opened my eyes. I was like, "Oh, interesting! That looks like something I have to try." <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, and then you know, just uh, there's going to be um, you know the various candy cane shaped uh, uh, breads at uh, Disney uh, at uh, DCA. Uh, they're also going to have the um, the uh, now they're going to have a poinsettia. Uh, drink over at the Carthay Circle Restaurant and Lounge, and uh, that looks pretty cool. And then the other thing that they also announced, and this was actually in a, a separate, uh, a separate uh, topic uh, that I put down on the news items, but I might as well mention it now. But they are bringing back the Viva Navidad uh, food at uh, DCA at the Paradise Pier. Oh, that's uh, good. Yeah, the Paradise Garden Grill, I should say. I mean, it, it is Paradise Pier, but it's uh, Paradise Garden Grill specifically, that restaurant. And uh, they, they're going to have the the uh, pozole again, which I enjoyed. I, I really like that. I I think that it just it lacked just sort of like a like a deep deeper flavor than the standard pozole you get, you know, homemade. But you know, if, for what it is, I think it's a it's a really good item, and it, it definitely on, on a cold day it'll it'll warm your tummy. And uh, then they're also going to have a ceviche plate, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, they in the past they had something. It was uh, trying to think. I'll have to look back at my review, but it was I, I don't remember them having the ceviche before. Um, and then they're going to have a, a torta al pastor, uh, which is basically marinated pork. And this thing looks really good. It's kind of like the tacos that they had uh, last year, um, but they're putting it into a sandwich form, which that's what a torta is. And then also they're going to do uh, sopes uh, de barbacoa, which is, uh, I guess the best way to describe it is like a, like a, a round, like, have you had sopes before? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you know it, it's kind of like a corn, not a corn fritter, but you know it's like that. Uh, it's thicker than a tortilla, and it's a little sweeter and mushier. Uh, but uh, and then they put the ingredients on, on top of that, and it's about half the size of, of a standard taco tortilla, taco size tortilla. So, anyways, it's it's really good. I I like that, and I'm not. I you know I haven't had this version, uh, this year's version. 
but uh, you know, it looks pretty good as well. And uh, they're also going to do a chicken mole. Uh, I had the mole in the past. I wasn't really a big fan of that. Um, but, you know, who knows? Maybe they modified the recipe and stuff like that. I mean, I'm always open to, to trying it out again. And uh, also, this is a new addition as well. This year, uh, they're uh, going to have a special pizza over at Boardwalk Pizza and Pasta. Uh, this one is a chorizo pizza, and it has a, a mild tomato sauce, mozzarella, cotija cheese, uh, a spicy chorizo, uh, pico de gallo, and a tomatillo cilantro crema drizzle. So that, that sounds, sounds good. Oh yeah, definitely. That that's something I definitely would. Man, it's just so oh, man. I get. I gotta have. I gotta make a trip like every week so I can try everything. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's not an option for me. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> it is for me, and that's bad because <laughs> I only have so much money. But, uh, I need to be closer. But see, yeah. because I go, you know, only about six times a year, well, then I spend a lot of money when I go. Right. And I wish I could just, like, kind of spread it out a little bit better, but... <laughs> Ten and a half hours away is just a little, a little much for driving more than I already do. Right, right. That's true. That's true. Uh, also, uh, in downtown Disney, they are oh, they had opened up a temporary Ghirardelli store. It's like a pop up store. So basically, it's. I went in there uh, just the other day, actually, because I was there uh, Thursday, and they had it was. It kind of reminded me, I'm trying to think, equate it's, as far as the size of it, it's about maybe one quarter the size of the, the Ghirardelli place uh, in, in uh, DCA, uh, the Ghirardelli shop. And then, of course, they don't sell like the ice cream or the ice cream cones or anything like that. Uh, they do have a lot more gift boxes there, though. And, uh, so is it more of like a merch thing. location then? Yeah, it's just merchandise basically. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, it's just, if you want to do like a quick, uh, you know, pickup of, of, you know, a, some holiday gifts or something like that, then, you know, that's, that think that's what it's there for. I don't, I, you know, there's nothing that really stands out about it. I mean, they did, for a temporary store, it looks nice. It's just, but it is what it is. I mean, it, you know, you can get Ghirardelli chocolate pretty much, you know, at, at DCA or if you're in other locations. I mean, yeah. there's nothing special or unique about the place is what I'm trying to say as far as, you know, Ghirardelli. Uh, but um, anyhow, uh, they also, oh, and, and in other news that uh, came about, they also have uh, the new season of the Force menu. And it's at, they transformed Tomorrow, uh, Tomorrowland Terrace into Galactic Grill. And this uh, this thing, it's pretty amazing what they did. It's And, and it's not only the new food, but it's also new, the new food merchandise. So on the, uh, as far as the food's concerned, they have a burger uh, if if you haven't taken a look at the story or whatever, we'll, we'll provide a link to the show notes, by the way. So if you uh, want to check out the uh, Season of the Force special food menu items at Disneyland, uh, you can go to the diningatdisney.com website. And then also I'll go ahead and uh, put it in our little blab chat here so people can can take a look at it at home. Uh, anyways, uh, the the they're kind of like dividing it into two parts. There's the light side and then there's the dark side. Okay. So the light side, well, let me start with the dark side because this, this one, this burger I'm really excited about. And so I want to talk about it to, to start with here and it's called the first order specialty burger. Now 
I don't know if you remember, like a while back, there's like this big old sensation in Japan about the black uh, hamburger buns. Uh-huh. You, you remember reading about that? Yeah. Well, yeah. Then, then Burger King uh, brought them here to the United States, and then now Disneyland has them, and uh, they, they put it on this uh, this it's special. So weird. Burger. <laughs> it, it is, but it looks cool at the same time. I really, it I does. Think- I just think it's the craziest. <laughs> it's the craziest thing, you know. Right. Right. <laughs> so. But it really fits with the whole theme as well, and then that's that's uh, that's. I'm glad that they went above and beyond to to make sure that uh, this item happened because I think that maybe some people may be turned off by it. I don't know. Who knows? Um, because I know you know, like you and I, we you know we're colony. You know, we're, we adventure into the culinary world. You know, and and go with without uh, inhibition. You know, whereas a lot of people are a little bit sort of reserved, a little more skeptical, and kind of like to stick with the same old, same old. And uh, I'm I'm hoping that they are willing to be daring in on this particular. And give it a try. Of, yeah, exactly. Especially if for the people who like spicy food. This thing, it's, yeah, it's going to be, yeah, yeah, it's a a blend of a chorizo and hamburger uh, uh, and ground beef, I should say, not hamburger, because that's what, that's what it is, but (laughs) ground beef and chorizo, which I thought was really cool. I mean, that, that's a very unique um, concept. Uh, they also, uh, it's sort of a side note and there's another burger place in Anaheim Hills. Uh, it's called Slater's 50, 50. Have you heard of it? I have not. Okay. Uh, their claim to fame basically is that they have a burger that's made with 50% ground beef and 50% ground bacon. And so it's the patties, a, a blend of both of those. So, and then they stack like strips of bacon on top of that. And then they serve it with like a bacon milkshake. <laughs> so it's like, so it's a bacon super healthy. Yeah, exactly. It's a bacon <laughs> lover's paradise. And uh, <laughs> yeah. So anyways, back to the uh, first order specialty burger. Besides the uh, the ground beef and chorizo patty, there's also the fried cherry peppers uh, that are on top. And then uh, let's see what else. Uh, ch- yeah, fried cherry peppers. And then the uh, the buns are actually slathered with a spicy lime aioli, which sounds mm. absolutely fantastic. I could go for that. Yeah, now, I will say I did see on Instagram some pictures that people have been have been posting of the different, you know, the different, like the glow cubes and some of the containers and stuff. I'm telling you, I really hope they bring that stuff to Disney world because. Well, I thought they had that before when the, with the star Wars weekends or something like that. They do, but you know, they're not going to be doing the star Wars weekends anymore. Right. I know. I, well, but, and I remember something similar to that because uh, I think it was the Millennium Falcon, if I remember right, that I saw in a post for Disney World at the Star Wars weekends. I don't know. But I'm hoping that means these things are going to be coming in some some sort of way, you know? True, true. Well, and then the other thing, too, that uh, I know that I saw at Disney World previously was those uh, Han Solo frozen in carbonate, carbonate yeah. uh, popcorn buckets. And they're using them to not only serve popcorn. Well, actually, they don't even use it to serve popcorn in this instance. They're, they're actually using them to uh, serve the burger, that first order specialty burger. Now, I'm just wondering, like, if they – because it, it's not listed on the Galactic Grill menu uh, that they're going to offer this Han Solo bucket uh, with other food. But I, I can I, – I can, 
you know, imagine that, you know, they'd be okay with like just tacking on an extra eight bucks uh, to, you know, serve it with the with the chicken sandwich that I'm going to talk about in a second here. I don't see why they wouldn't do that. It would it would be silly if somebody wants a chicken sandwich that if Disney can make an extra eight dollars off of them that they wouldn't yeah. go. Okay, yeah, we'll do that. Exactly. So the the burger uh, costs eleven dollars and forty nine cents, so it's not cheap. Uh, and then if you want the Han Solo carbonite bucket, uh, that's going to run you an extra eight bucks. So I guess a burger in a bucket will cost you about twenty dollars. So I see uh, you got a cool souvenir though out of it. That, so. That's true. That is very true. And eleven forty nine really isn't unreasonable for for a gourmet burger. Uh, you know, you go to you yeah. know some of the other places, and you know it's similar pricing. So you know, I'm okay with it. Uh, and in fact, I think actually eleven forty nine is a pretty good deal uh, because you know you go to like a Dave and Buster's or something like that. I think the burgers are about the same price. So anyhow. <clears throat> uh, then if you want to kind of stay safe and go with the with the light side, uh, they do have a, a chicken sandwich. And it's called the Jedi Jedi Order Grilled Chicken Sandwich. And this is actually something really cool, uh, in my opinion, because of the fact that they're they're not just saying, oh, this is a chicken sandwich and we're calling it the Jedi Order, you know, grilled chicken sandwich or whatever. They're actually putting on some really, really nice ingredients. I mean, I would say like gourmet ingredients. Uh, they have fried green beans. They have pickled red onion, uh, watercress, and a wasabi mayo. So that that's not like your typical chicken sandwich that you no. get at the theme parks, you know. And uh, you know, I, I thought that that was a that was really cool that they're offering that. And uh, over oh, also now this is one that that I do kind of have a little bit of an issue with is the uh, the cheese three po burger. It's a clever name, but unfortunately, it's just a cheeseburger. Uh, really, I mean, you know, I looked at the, <laughs> the ingredients, and it's just a cheeseburger with lettuce and tomato, and you know, then you put on the fixings on the side and stuff like that. Uh, and then also they have something called the chopper salad, which is is essentially like a chicken salad, uh, but you know they renamed it this chopper thing. Uh, I'm not sure the significance of that. I'm not really into the Star Wars canon so much, but uh, I'm sure the Star Wars people can send me hate mail or whatever. But it just sorry. But uh, anyways, the chopper salad uh, has a grilled chicken, feta cheese, and roasted pepper ranch dressing. So that I mean I I like those ingredients very simple very healthy very light and it would definitely would be something that I would order but I think that they had something similar to that before and they I think they just re, renamed it to this chopper salad uh, but regardless I mean at least it's a it's an option that's available and then they also have uh, the uh, vegetarian uh, vegetarian sandwich and it's called the Wicket's Wicked Veggie Sandwich. <laughs> that's, a, that's like the Peter Piper picked a pick of whatever, or yeah, pick of pickled peppers, something like that. Yeah, wicked, wick, wicked, wicked's wicked veggie sandwich. Oh man, it's, it's a tongue twister there. But you're gonna uh, be practicing yeah. that now, so you can get to like that, right? Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Well, I think we're uh, tonight on the Diz Geek podcast. Uh, we're going to be recording a show, and uh, Daniel wanted to cover the menu, so I'm going to try to get my my. Uh, tongue all untied before before we record that so i i pronounce it correctly the first time that's funny 
But uh, anyhow, uh, so the, uh, the, the veggie sandwich, I'm just going to call it veggie sandwich, is a portobello mushroom and vegetable patty. And uh, well, actually, now here's the thing. It's, it says a portobello mushroom and vegetable combination. So I'm not sure if they, they combined the portobello mushroom and veggies into like just one consistency, you know, like a, a patty form, and formed it into a patty or it's a portobello mushroom cap with veggies on top of that. I haven't seen any pictures of it, so I'm not sure what they did, uh, but it would be interesting. I, You know, I'm not against, uh, you know, like these veggie patties and stuff uh, like Boca, Boca Burger or what's the other one? The um, um, garden, uh, garden Grill oh, or something like that. I think or garden, I can't eat, I cannot eat them. I've yeah. tried. It's, it's, they're okay. You know, I mean, sometimes I, I don't really like beef so much, you know, I, and, but once in a while I, I, I want the flavor of beef, just kind of essence, but so, and hel- a healthier version. I mean, even, even when you get like the 80, 20 hamburger, it's still pretty high fat content. And, you know, I try to try to be healthier. Uh, whereas the, uh, you know, the Boca burgers or whatever are very low fat and it just gives me, it rem- actually, to be honest, it reminds me of my, the hamburgers I had when I was a kid in elementary school oh <laughs> yeah just, those things are disgusting yeah well that's you know brings back childhood memories so sometimes you know yeah, sometimes it's like that there's certain things if i want a burger i want a, a like an actual meat like a beef burger but i'm picky about my burgers too so right. i don't offer them very often or order them very often like i haven't had a mcdonald's burger in about 25 years wow so oh man um, is that all your food news? Well, just a couple more things here because okay. uh, I won't, I won't, uh, I won't uh, go into this too much. Um, they do have a, a, a couple of specialty drinks. One's called the dark side. The other one's called the light side. Uh, you can read uh, details about it on uh, on our website. And then uh, they also have uh, some desserts. Uh, one called the pastry menace. Did you see the picture of that one? I did see the picture of that. Yeah, one. that's so cool. I like it how they have little spikes. It looks like a uh, Darth Maul. It's uh, it's very clever, clever, cleverly designed. And then they have another dessert called Darth by Chocolate, which you know it's basically a riff on that uh, Death by Chocolate stuff, and that looks pretty cool. I mean, you know, it's a. Uh, it's it's just enough to like really you know satiate your sweet tooth uh, without overwhelming you with sugar. <laughs> Uh, then they also had a couple unique items for breakfast as well. Again, I won't go into it too, uh, too deeply here, but they have a Darth tamale, which is kind of cool. It's a blue corn tamale with chorizo. Yeah, that looks pretty fun. And, uh, <laughs> and then so over <laughs> Red Rockets Pizza Port, uh, they have fields of Naboo salad, which I won't go into, uh, forest of indoor pasta. Uh, which again, these are some, you know, they're doing some like gourmet style uh, offerings for the counter service establishments, which I, I applaud them for. Because honestly, I Red Rocket Pizza Port is not a place that I go to. I mean, just because there's nothing really appealing to me. Uh, someone told me that the Asian chicken salad is good. But, you know, other than that, I just I, I don't like the carb load. Um I'm not into pasta, uh, you know, unless it's like really good homemade pasta and uh, pizza. I'm kind of finicky about as well. 
And it just the pizza when I see it there, it's just kind of like yeah, you know. It's it it, it, it to me it appeals to the kids. You know, what I mean, it's just like a cheese pizza or a pepperoni pizza. I mean, you know, nothing sort of gourmet. Uh, but I've had it, a salad there, and I've had the pizza. But when I had the pizza, they literally it like it was taken out of the oven, and they put it down. So it was like fresh pizza. Oh so yeah, good. You can't. Yeah, that's the way to have it. Can't can't beat that. <laughs> well, they they are having. Uh, the, the, anyways, going back to uh, the pasta. So this uh, pasta is called Forest of Indoor, and it's a Casaricci pasta. Sorry, I'm not Italian. Uh, Anyways, it has a smoked cremini mushrooms, kale, broccolini, cannellini beans, sundried tomatoes, pine nuts, and it's tossed in a garlic oil with uh, Romano cheese. And it's just like, wow. I mean, you know, like for a counter service place, really? <laughs> you know, that, that's pretty amazing. And they're also getting a little more exotic with, with their flavors as well uh, in this new offering uh, called the Dark Side Chicken Curry Specialty Pizza. I bet that's good. Yeah, this looks amazing. I mean, it's chicken, roasted cauliflower, gouda and mozzarella cheeses, uh, pickled vegetables and fried beans. I mean, that's just, uh, you know, that's very daring, you know, for a counter service. Oh, yeah. That, that whose clientele primarily is kids, you know, or adults, you know, that have kids and, and want just a quick place to grab a bite. So I'm, 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 uh, I'm really happy that they're, they're being daring here with their, uh, with their menu on this, uh, on this, you know, for the, for the season of force and i hope that they keep some of these things around permanently so i mean i'm a i'm a disneyland traditionalist okay i mean i you know i go up in arms whenever they remove an attraction or you know quote unquote enhance something or whatever i you know i, I kind of like disneyland the way it was and, and i wouldn't mind if it, it remains static but when it comes to food you know i i'm glad that they're you know willing to you know make some changes and modify the things that you know aren't that great and uh, i also am not opposed to renaming tomorrowland terrace into galactic grill permanently i mean i i think i would be a, you know I think that it's a it's a cool name, and I think that it sounds you know there's already Riverbell Terrace. There's the you know the, uh, the all the all the terrace restaurants around uh, you know Disneyland. So you know just you know something else has can be a grill. You know. So uh, and then you know they they are, uh, they do uh, the the last bit of news here, and this is and then I'll wrap it up is that they uh, have not only the new food menus, but also the food merchandise. So they got the little BB-8 droid zipper. Uh, they've got a, a Chewbacca popcorn bucket. Uh, I saw that. That is so cool. <laughs> and the Darth Vader, which I found the Darth Vader one is interesting that they didn't go with uh, popcorn. They're doing it with ca uh, cotton candy. So that's, you know, that's a little bit of a change from, you know, the past. I've never seen them use a food merchandise container to uh, use for cotton candy. Have you? I have not. Yeah. So this is, this is an interesting, interesting new direction. And and uh, hopefully the, the next step will be the... Uh, the little churro holders that look like late savers, right? So that's that was my idea a long time ago. <laughs> I just hope they give me credit for it. So. <laughs> it would be that would be a cool uh, a cool souvenir, you know. Yeah, I like definitely. those kinds of things. I, you finally got me into like starting to collect collect these uh, like you know popcorn buckets and stuff because they all look cool and I never buy them. And so in this past trip, we were there when they kind of surprised everybody with doing Osborne um, Spectacle of Lights. 
Uh-huh. And I picked up the Mickey popcorn bucket. <laughs> it's oh, like, I can't perfect. resist. It's <laughs> like, this is too cute. I can use it to decorate my house. And so I was like, okay, yeah. my first popcorn bucket. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Once you get going, there's actually a, a Facebook group group de- dedicated to the uh, popcorn buckets, uh, collecting the popcorn buckets. You have to check it out um, because people like they exchange popcorn buckets and, uh, you know, they'll sell popcorn buckets or whatever, you know, or you could even my, maybe find a personal shop or whatever if you can't make it to the parks. Uh, but, uh, yeah, the, the, they've become very innovative with the way that they're, you know, doing these popcorn buckets. And I'm, I'm really happy because, you know, some of these things, like we, we like everyone just went agog. I mean, everyone just went out of their mind when they brought the Mickey balloon popcorn buckets, right? The ones behind me here. People were like going nuts. Oh my God, you know, I have to have that one. And I have to, I have to have all three colors, which I do. That's me. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, I, you know, I looked at the, the thing, um, uh, on the, uh, the Disneyland popcorn, uh, bucket, uh, or the Disney popcorn bucket, uh, Facebook group and Tokyo Disneyland already had them and they've had them years ago. They had them like, I think 2005 or something like that. You know what I mean? So like we're behind the times. <laughs> Japan, Japan, uh, definitely on the, on the cutting edge. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, but, uh, yeah, it, it's really cool. You know, you should check it out. And, um, yeah, uh, the other things that you noted already is that they have little, the little ice cubes, ones, the Death Star, the other ones, the Millennium Falcon. They I love also, the Millennium Falcon one. Yeah. The, and then also, uh, at, uh, some of the ODV cards in uh, Tomorrowland, they're offering some, uh, the drinks with the little clip on, uh, that looks like an X-Wing fighter. So I thought that was really neat. Yeah, they're doing that as well. Oh, speaking of popcorn, have you noticed that all of the, the popcorn carts now have a little thing that says pop secret on them now? Right. <laughs> it was in transition. I made note of that before that, uh, you know, I was, uh, you know, not every popcorn stand had it, but uh, I, you know, they, they're slowly but surely making sure that they do go on each and every one of them. So I was looking for that at every single popcorn <laughs> stand that I saw at Disney World and all of them had it. So, oh, wow. I got that rolled out pretty quick. Yeah, that's cool. Did you actually try the popcorn though? I did. That's how I got my popcorn bucket. Oh, oh, that, <laughs> I got popcorn the last day. So what but was your opinion? It's actually pretty good. It's good. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. Better than the um, the recipe before? Do you know what? I haven't. It's been like two years, I think. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little. Yeah, a little over two years since I had Disney popcorn. Oh, okay. I just don't normally get it. And the last time I had it, I was with... Um, my best friend Natalie and her son Con, and he wanted popcorn. He was like, "I want popcorn, and I want this little zipper thing." And you know how kids are. Yeah. So um, she got that, and I remember eating a little bit of the popcorn that he was willing to share with me. Uh, so that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, I know uh, our uh, Lisa, uh, who's on here uh, with us on uh, on uh, Blab. Uh, she's also a, a popcorn bucket collector. She noted uh, my Cinderella bucket in the background there, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I got one of those as well." So you know, we all, I think you know a lot of people really enjoy those because you know it just it's it really is a, it's an inexpensive souvenir, and then you get the bonus of having food with it, you know. And and I think that's yeah. you know I, I that's it's really cool, and they're only you know for limited time you know i mean it's not like stuff that you can buy at the disney store uh, online or anything like that you have to actually be at the parks so they're very unique yeah so yeah i like those kinds of things yeah so that's my news segment 
Okay, and on to Disney World. I've got a couple of quick stories. One of them is that the new club villain uh, experience that's going to be taking place in Disney's Hollywood Studios is going to be a ticketed event. It's going to be $99. You'll need to purchase a ticket in addition to your park admission. So it's a separate event. Uh, reservations are open now and can be made up to 180 days before your Disney vacation. And with this, there's going to be delicious foods, specialty cocktails, performances, and interactions with some of the most famous villains. It's going to be hosted by Dr. Facilier from Princess and the Frog. He's going to introduce you to some of his evil friends like the evil queen, Maleficent, and Queen of Hearts. They will be doing a performance in addition to there will be uh, a DJ there to make some tunes for you. So you can enjoy yourself and dance the night away. Uh, again, it's going to be $99 and it will debut on January 16th. It's going to be at Sunset Showcase across from Rock and Roller Coaster in Hollywood Studios. Thanksgiving is upon us, and if you don't have your plans made yet, there is still time to do so. If you are visiting Disney World or you live in Orlando already, you can hit up Ravello's, which is in Four Seasons Orlando, and it's their Italian restaurant, but they are going to be doing a Thanksgiving buffet. It's going to take place from 2 p.m. to 8 p.m. Some of the items you'll be able to enjoy is going to be antipasto, shrimp, oysters, crab, uh, char tuna, sushi, lobster ravioli, which sounds awesome to me right now, <laughs> mahi-mahi, Rotisserie chicken. There's going to be Fabrizio's risotto. Uh, Fabrizio is the executive chef at uh, Ravello, and he is from Italy, and he uh, has received high honors from his country for some of his fantastic food. So that's pretty uh, exciting. In addition to those, if you're worried that, okay, this doesn't sound like my Thanksgiving, don't worry, because the traditional menus with turkey and all the fixings like cranberry sauce, focaccia and sausage stuffing, uh, giblet sage gravy, roasted sweet potato puree, and roasted Brussels sprouts will be some of the things that you will also see on the menu. The price is $105 per adult and $35 per child. And you can make reservations by calling 407 313 6161. Wow. Another option is. Oh, I apologize. No, I was going to say. Oh, no, I was going to say. I thought the the $76.99 for the one at Disneyland was expensive, but uh, this is. That's obviously not the case because at 104. Yeah, Ravello's, since it's at Four Seasons, it is a a higher end, you know, kind of experience. But the food there is is phenomenal. I've been once and I cannot wait to go back. It's so good. Mm Uh, sorry, you didn't another option. Yeah. Oh, it's all good. Another option is if you are a family of about 10, you can get a full meal already cooked for you. So, you know, you just go by the resort, pick it up and you don't have to do any of the cooking or cleaning and cleaning is my least favorite part, by the way. Yes. That I'm all for somebody else doing. The uh, meal includes a whole roasted free-range turkey, boneless breast and leg, cranberry kumquat sauce, focaccia and sausage stuffing, giblet sage gravy, roasted sweet potato puree, whipped potatoes, roasted Brussels sprouts, green bean casserole, pecan and pumpkin pies. And those are uh, made by the executive pastry chef there. So... 
That is a big meal, and it comes with a big price tag of three ninety five. Ooh, for ten people, so that's about thirty nine fifty a person. Wow. Well, you know, I guess if you go all out and have all those gourmet ingredients, I'm sure it would cost you just as much. So. Oh yeah, and, and, and it might still you, be yeah. for ten people. True, that's true. So. Uh, reservations must be made no later than November twenty third. 5 p.m. that day. That, of course, is Eastern Standard Time. And you can do that by calling 407-313-6161. So that's my stuff about Thanksgiving. And then I'm going to quickly mention this because we have so many things we want to talk about and we don't want to go too far over. (laughs) But uh, Gasparilla Grill over at Grand Floridian Resort and Spa does have some gourmet hot dogs going on right now. There's one for each day of the week. Some of the dogs that you will be able to enjoy is going to be for Sunday, the Cleveland Dog. It's a hot link topped with coleslaw, a mountain of fries, and sprinkled with a bit of hot sauce for some extra zep. That sounds good to me. Mm-hmm. And then this one looks good. Thursdays is the state of Idaho. Mm-hmm. So you have a baked potato. That is your bun for your hot dog. And it's got everything on top that you might want on a loaded baked potato. Bacon bits, sour cream, chives, cheddar cheese, all on top of that potato. So. Yeah, that looks really <laughs> cool. I thought that was like the most unique one as I had not seen anything like that previous previously. Uh-huh. I like those. If you want to check out all those hot dogs, make sure you visit diningatdisney.com. You'll see the uh, posts on the website there. It's Gasparilla Island Grill and their gourmet hot dogs. And now on to the big story, and that is our shopping suggestions for the favorite Disney foodie in your life. So, now, Jay, have you looked into some of the things online? Yes, I have. It looks so awesome. Uh, and, you know, I only wish I had a bigger kitchen. You know, there's so many really cool items. And even when I go to Disneyland itself, you know, I go World of Disney. They got a little section that's uh, especially for, you know, like cooking utensils and, uh, you know, salt and pepper shakers and, and so forth. I mean, some of the things that we're going to uh, talk about here. But it just, you know, I, it's like, oh, that's so cool. I could use that. But then like, what am I going to, you know, what am I going to do about what I have already? And, you know, I like, I, uh-huh. I live in an apartment, not a house. So it's like, uh, you know, I have to be very, uh, uh, you know, conscious of, of the amount of space that I'm using with, you know, the, the utensils. I have to see what can be like multi-purpose. <laughs> you know what I mean? So anyways. I live in a house and I still don't have enough room. I have used (laughs) up every single bit of space in my kitchen. And I've got really high cabinets. Like I have to have a stepladder to get to the two top shelves. So Uh like 47 inches, I think, is the height of the cabinet. So they're ridiculously tall. Um, But I don't have any room in mind for any of these things. But, you know, sometimes you just decide like, okay, maybe maybe this will go to make room for this. And one of the things that I want that I've seen on this list is the Mickey Mouse Icon Food Salt and Pepper Set. And one of them is the Mickey um, Premium Ice Cream Bar. And the other one is the Rice Krispie Treat that has the Mickey Ears dipped in chocolate. I I feel like I have to buy those. <laughs> They are too cool. 
I haven't seen those before. Have you? Uh, no, I have not. No, those uh, definitely are, are new. Uh, I've seen other ones, you know, like Mickey shaped stuff, but not in the, the food items. That's, so that's uh, really unique. And I think it'd be a great gift. So if yeah, maybe put that on my list, sure. You know, yeah. If anybody out there wants to send me Christmas presents. Yeah, exactly. I was about <laughs> to say this. I'll take that one. <laughs> sure. It's actually not too bad. It's sixteen ninety five, you know, because it's a quality item, I and mean, it's not like you know some plastic pieces, you know, piece of junk or whatever. It's oh yeah, something that you they look keep, nice. Yeah, keep around for a long time. One of the other things that I found um, on the Dis- at the Disney store was those. Um, they're based off those little little plushy toys. Those yeah, little zooms. Yeah, some zooms. Some zooms. Yes. And they have some that are so adorable. They have plates. Now, they had some of this at the D23 Expo. I don't know if you saw that stuff mm-hmm. when you were walking through, but I saw some of these. My favorite is going to be Marie yeah. because she is too cute, and I'm a cat person. So uh, I love that plate. Oh, okay. And they're not bad. $3.95 for a plate. Sure. Well, and you've got they, – I found it in Marie, Minnie, Mickey, Dumbo, and Winnie the Pooh. Okay. But I thought those are cute. Yeah, yeah. They that, those Simpsons are are extremely popular in Japan, and they've kind of made their way to the United States as well. And um, they, uh, oops, excuse me, my alarm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the thing is, is my wife is a Simpson. She's a fanatic, and so she's got the Simpson game. She's got like a whole collection of Simpsons in like these container plastic con- display containers, you yeah. know. And uh, I mean, because they're so inexpensive and they're so cute and adorable, that it's just like you got to have all of them, <laughs> you know. So when uh, we were at the D twenty three convention, yeah, definitely that that caught my wife's eye. And uh, yeah, these are definitely something that uh, look very nice. Oh. What were those little bears that people used to collect? Oh, the Beanie Bears. They're right. kind of like a new version of the Beanie Bear, yeah, you know? Beanie Babies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, – it's – here's the thing, though. It's – you have to be really careful. Uh, make sure that you're buying them from a reputable dealer. Don't get them from eBay uh, because there's a lot of uh, nefarious dealers that uh, are from China that uh, do, like, uh, the knockoff versions and stuff like that. So you just got to oh, be really? careful to, to make sure that you get something that's a Disney store branded one. Uh, like we've got, uh, my wife got one and it was, uh, I forgot which is like a Peter Pan one or something like that. Anyways. So we were like, Oh man, that's a great deal. You know, like it was because everybody else wanted like X amount of dollars. And then this one was cheaper. And so my wife got it and then we got it and we were like looking at the quality and we we're like, Oh man, this is terrible. You know, just, it's really bad stitching and you know, just the face wasn't quite right and stuff. So just, you know, again, you have to be careful. Let's see. What else do I, what did I find? Oh, personalized mugs. I think these always make great gifts, but they have a variety of them um, at the Disney store. There's looks like f- about five different styles and then there's various colors. You, know, you can uh, get these with 
tons of classic Disney characters. There's Pixar, Saw Ratatouille, which is one of my favorites. You've got Marvel, which is nice. Uh, they even have uh, Hawkeye. So fans of characters like that that aren't, you know, Iron Man and Captain America. There's still some of those other ones out there in Star Wars. So, and the price is very too. They've got a variety of them. So it's, I think when I was looking, it was anywhere from like fourteen ninety five up to something like twenty two ninety five for the variety of depending on what style you go with. And then I also found a Mickey Mouse holiday apron, and it's that the Christmas pattern with the red and the green. So I thought that's you know that's cute for during the holidays for somebody who especially for somebody who likes to bake. I, every time I see aprons, I think of people baking. So. <laughs> Uh, what else did I find that I really liked? Oh, I found some things on Amazon that I thought would make great gifts. One of them was a classic Mickey, Mickey Mouse toaster. Did you, hmm. Have you seen those? Yeah. Is it, uh, they've, uh, they, it's like, it sh- uh, puts, burns like the image of Mickey Mouse on it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Let me see I here. Think those uh, are cool. Yeah. Uh, see the, hmm. I don't see the link for that one. Oh, wait. Oh, here it is. Sorry about that. Yeah, let me open that up. I was I, I was looking at the next one, which I'll let you uh, say, the, the Waffle Maker. So I've, I, the Waffle Maker has been around for a long time, right? But uh, mm-hmm. the, There's a few a few different ones, though. Yeah, this toaster uh, looks pretty interesting. Uh, it doesn't show that it makes – does it show that it burns an image of Mickey's head or something like that in there? or? Hmm. Hmm. Maybe this is a different one. Yeah, because I think this one is just a just a standard toaster, but all it just all it is is um. Oh, it says it says fun Mickey. Oh, maybe that's talking about the outside. Yeah. Okay. So, anyways, it's, it's still cool. I like. I, I I really am a fan of pie-eyed Mickey. I like old school Mickey. You know the you know playing crazy and you know galloping Galatello and everything. You know it, it's just I I like that version. I mean, there's nothing wrong with the modern version of of Mickey Mouse. It's just I I don't know. There's something very uh, clever and nostalgic about you know the original Mickey Mouse, and you know kind of warms my heart when I see uh, things with his image on it. I think as he's the original, you know, right. He's where it all started. Yeah, exactly. But he was he was a bad yeah. boy, you know that, right? I mean he's if you ever seen Plain Crazy, he you didn't treat I have not. No, you, I have not you, seen that. You gotta watch it. Just you can I think you can find it on YouTube, but yeah, he wasn't very nice to Minnie because he was like, Yeah, I get him my well, I won't give away the thing. You you just watch it. And uh, for okay. those of you who have seen it know what I'm talking about. So anyways. Let's see, one of the other things that I found on there is actually something I already have. It was actually given to me last year for Christmas, mm-hmm. and it's the Mickey Mouse mug with the warmer. Mm-hmm. That thing works so well. Mm. You just sit your cup on it. If your coffee gets cold and you turn that on, it gets hot enough that it'll reheat your coffee. Interesting. So it it keeps it piping hot. You have to be you have to be careful. It's not something you would want to have um, being used by small kids because they would definitely get burned on that if they weren't careful. So, but it's super cool. I love it. I have mine plugged into my office and that way I can just sit my coffee mug on it. Even if it's not the Mickey mouse coffee mug that came with it. Um, I can just put the coffee mug on it and it stays warm and it doesn't get cold. And I love it. It was a gift from my sister and it's not bad. It's only 1499. So yeah. And if you're Amazon prime, it's included in that. There you go. Free shipping. 
I'm all about free shipping. Oh, yeah. Go back to popcorn. They also have a kettle-style popcorn popper, and it's super cute. It's a... It's about rectangular shaped and it makes six to eight cups of popcorn and it has little yellow feet at the bottom. The bottom part of it is red and has Mickey, the two little white dots on Mickey's pants. And then for the top of it, it's the black head and it's got the mouse ears. So that's a. Yeah, that's that was very that was cleverly designed. Whoever uh, create created that, uh, I I like the little uh, Mickey hand, you know, the glove. As when you open the door to to get into the popcorn itself, it's actually you know Mickey's hand. So that's a uh, that's really neat. I made a whole oh Jelly Belly. That's the other thing I want to oh, make yeah. sure of it because I got a whole bunch of things and and, and these will be all posted um, on the website. Some of our our favorites. Jay, you going to do a list of some of your favorites too? You know, my my list really kind of is more about the the merchandise that you can get at Disneyland Park itself. Um, I have uh, something uh, already created. I'll, I'll go to my magical food tour. Jelly Belly uh, makes a jelly bean machine, and they have three different styles that are great for Disney fans. They have the, the traditional Mickey Mouse one that they've had for a while. They added Frozen, and there's also Star Wars. And I saw Star Wars during a D23 Expo, and was like, that's pretty cool. Those are... Uh, those are some of my big things on my on my list of of uh, gift giving ideas. Yeah, I you know like me, I'm I'm more about the stuff that you can get specially at the parks. You know, what I mean because it's unique. It's you know any you know I mean not not discounting you know Amazon. You know what you can get off Amazon or or whatever you know that kind of thing. But it just I don't know. Like when when you're at the parks, you see something you know, that is specific to, you know, Disneyland or Disney World or whatever. It's like, you know, that that kind of is, I don't know, just makes it a little more special. Uh, so I'm going to look up my uh, list here because I actually created this a while back. And because uh, I was like, man, this is cool. I mean, the one thing I mean, I'll just tell you off the top of my head is uh, the little salt and pepper shakers that are in the, the shape of the trash cans at Disneyland. You know, so yes. like the ones for like Frontierland, it has a little, you know, the little, um, uh, what do you call For a it? while, they had those available under, cause, you know, they have Disney Park merchandise available occasionally on, oh, it doesn't always stay up there, some of the things, but they had it on the Disney Store site where they've got that little Disney Park exclusive stuff. Uh-huh. But those were available at least for a little while. I remember seeing those on there. Yeah, I'll need to look through my website. Uh, sorry, I just didn't have it uh, available right <laughs> off the top of my it's head. It's all good. Yeah. You can uh, we we can direct them to the website. Yeah, and there you go. Check but, out those things, and we'll uh, yeah, I'll put a link in the in the show notes, and uh, you go to okay. at Disney uh, and uh, check it out. Anyways, uh, yeah, so we'll uh, move on to our dessert. What do you think? Sounds good to me. Cool. And I have a very simple, mine's a very simple, very short tip. And that is during the holidays, if you're going to the park, skip a meal. Don't sit down and eat at possibly your favorite restaurant. Instead, try some of these holiday snacks and things that you can only get for a short time. You know, share something. Go to one place and, you, you know, get this special funnel cake. And then and share that. And then, you know, in another hour, the next place, say it has something yummy that you, you think just you can't resist. 
get that, share it, try as many things as you can and enjoy those very limited time treats that you can get in the parks that you can't get any other time of the year. And what is your tip? My tip? Well, since uh, I'm going to be taking a little break here uh, for the holidays uh, and and you're going to be doing your your Walt Disney World stuff, uh, you know, you got a lot to cover there. Uh, I wanted to kind of uh, send people on on a little, uh, you know, trip, I guess, of, of candy canes. Uh, every year at Disneyland, they do uh, the, the handmade candy canes. And it's a really fun and unique thing to uh, enjoy during the holidays. Uh, it's, you know, it's the fact that, you know, they're they're taking it back to the, the original days when, when candy canes were handmade and, you know, just watching them manipulate the sugar and, you know, pulling it and stretching it and, you know, adding the, the peppermint oil and stuff like that. It's just really a fun, fun experience. And so here, here's the thing that I want to say. So basically, uh, my tips from my experience of getting a candy cane. Uh, first off, there's going to be two different places. So you can either get them at Candy Palace uh, or Trolley Cheats. I, you know, me personally, I'm, uh, you know, since, you know, I'm, I'm a traditionalist, as I said previously in the show, I want to stay at Disneyland and, and get him at, you know, Candy Palace. Uh, but Trolley Trees isn't bad. I mean, and, and you're going to get the, the same candy cane. It's going to still, still be freshly made and stuff like that. Anyhow, in either case, uh, regardless of where, wherever you choose to go, uh, the first thing you need to be aware of is to get there early. Okay. Well, you got there at six o'clock in the morning and, you know, there's already a bunch of people lined up, uh, and, you know, not only at the gates, but, you know, even when we got inside the park, uh, when they, when they opened the, the, uh, the little entrance way there, they, uh, we were about 30 people behind. Uh, and then also be patient. Uh, the wristbands are distributed and, you know, the cast members will get to eventually. Uh, you know, I know you have to wait in a line to wait in another line, which means you have to wait in another line again, <laughs> you know, to get the candy cane. But, you know, that, that's fine. That's part of the experience. Uh, and then also when you do get your designated time, let's say you, you get it for 11 o'clock in the morning. I think it's like a time slot from like 11 to 12, right? And then just be there at 11 because, you know, they're, they're like, they have like a ton of those candy canes and they're stacking them up and they're running out of counter space. So I don't know. To me, it's like be courteous, you know, like, you know, be thoughtful uh, to the cast members that are there working hard. Uh, you know, let them have a little more room to, to breathe and, you know, move their elbows around us stuff like that uh, behind the counter. The other thing, and this is absolutely positively the most important thing you have to remember about getting these handmade candy canes. Eat it immediately. Do not wait. Why? Because number one, it's warm in your hands. So you get it like that whole sensation of, you know, feeling something that has been freshly made just for you. Number two, the peppermint oil quite hasn't, it hasn't quite blended so nicely with the sugar. So you get that sharp peppermint just essence, you know, right away. I mean, just totally hits your taste buds and it just like, it, you know, clears your nasal passages and that's an awesome sensation. You know, I just, I love that, that total, that, that just fresh minty, you know, feel in, in my mouth and in my nasal cavity and stuff like that. Third, there's the whole, that's the whole point of the candy cane experience is to eat it fresh 
like when somebody made it for you. It's if you're gonna wait a day or two before you eat the candy cane, don't even bother lining up. There's no point. I mean, really, because here's the thing: they they're making the candy canes regardless if you're there or not. And so, it, you know, if you just want to go to watch them, you know, make candy canes, and you know, so be it. That's fine. It's a more party to you. There's you know, I, there's the list of days that I I put on the show notes here. And you can go on that particular day and, and uh, hang out at Candy Palace or Charlie Cheats and make them watch the candy canes. And that's, you know, that's part of the fun as well. But they're, it's, they're not making your candy cane. That's the thing. That's <laughs> If you're there and you're actually watching them make your candy cane. And so that's, you know, that that's why you got to eat it. You know, it's just it's it's uh, an obligation, I'd say. <laughs> And the, the last thing is that if you do miss out, you know what? Don't worry. I mean, as I just pointed out, they're going to have the, the candy canes being made all day long. So you can go throughout the day to, to check it out. Uh, usually the, the, you know, late morning, early afternoon is the best time. Uh, you know, a lot of people are kind of in their way to go on the rides and things like that. They're not really hanging out on Main Street. Uh, whereas, you know, later on as the day progresses, it's like, you know, people are milling around or waiting for the parades or whatever. So then they'll get in front of the candy palace window and it's just like ah you know can't can't get a good view viewpoint uh and you know also they do sell the same exact candy cane with the same exact ingredients the only difference is that the it's mass produced but you can get them at the counter there you can get them at uh the poo uh not Pooh's Corner. It's uh, I think it's the Honey Potter. the The place in the back over in Critic Country. You can get it. Trolley Treats. Hungry Bear. Uh, no, no, no. I'm talking about uh, the the store there. I think it's called Pooh's Corner. Oh. That they okay. have a little uh, candy shop in there as well. A lot of people don't know that, but yeah, it's uh, there's a candy shop in the back of uh, Critter Country. Anyways, uh, yeah, you can get the candy cane there. Uh, you can get it at Charlie Treats, Candy Palace, and they got them in a big jar. So, you know, there's a bunch of them and, and they're the same exact price. Last year, I think if I remember correctly, it was $12.95. I'm not sure if they've gone up. Uh, knowing Disneyland, it's, they probably did go up. So who knows? But, um, I mean, it, you know, $12.95 is still a hefty investment, but you know, for me, it, there's a difference. $12.95 for mass produced candy cane. I would be a little reluctant to buy and probably wouldn't, but at twelve ninety five for what you know, watching my candy cane being made, handmade in front of me and eating it fresh, that's totally worth it. So <laughs> there you go. That's my take on the candy gaze this year, and I hope everyone has a great holiday season. And that is a sweet note to end our meal on. And Jake, tell everyone where they can find you. Uh, you can find me at MagicalFoodTour.com, uh, on Twitter, at MagicalFoodTour, Instagram, uh, YouTube, uh, all the all the great places that uh, social media is on. Uh, you can find me at Magical Food Tour. Also, uh, if you're into Disneyland and you want to hear about the latest Disney news, Disneyland news uh, specifically, uh, and also, you know, hear, hear us uh, talk about our opinions on, on Disneyland in terms of you know whatever uh, things are going on uh, give us a try at disgeek podcast and that's at disgeek.com and on uh, facebook it's at disgeek podcast and you can find jay and i on dining at disney.com as well and follow us on twitter facebook instagram pinterest periscope it's dining at disney and on youtube we are the dining at disney we are part of the weeby geeks network so please make sure you download and subscribe to our uh, podcast on iTunes. Give us a five-star rating and review. We would love it if you would do that. A thank you so much for listening and bon appetit.
This podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company or its holdings and is intended for entertainment purposes. 